Welcome back to another episode of Conspiracies with Chase. In today's episode, we will continue our mythology series. Today we'll be switching gears and talking about Greek creatures. These creatures today will include Argus, Panathus, Arian, the Ash Tree Nymphs, the Centaur, and Cerberus. Let's get started. Argus Panopes was the name of a hundred-eyed giant. He was the son of Arister. His name, Panopes, meant the all-seeing one. According to GreekMythology.com, he was the servant of Hera. One of the tasks that were given to him was to slay the fearsome monster Echidna, wife of Typhon, which he successfully completed. According to Britannica, Argus was appointed by the goddess Hera to watch the cow into which Io had been transformed, but he was slain by Hermes, who is called Argyphontus, slayer of Argus in the Homeric poems. Next is Arian, who was the name of an immortal horse bred by the gods. According to GreekGodsAndGoddesses.net, in the myth of Heracles, Heracles takes Arian from Ancus, a son of Apollo who raised horses in a grove near the ocean. Demeter had been hiding there from Poseidon, but Poseidon found her and sired Arian. Arian then ran with the herd. Having attained Arian from Ancus, Heracles then rode Arian during the war against Elans. Because of Arian, Heracles did win that war. Afterward, Heracles gave Arian to Adrastus, king of Argos, who over time became the immortal horse's most famous owner. Arian intervened on behalf of Adrastus during the defeat of Argives, making Adrastus the only Argive leader to survive. During the same battle, the writers Aediocles and Polynices kill each other over who would claim the throne at Thebes. And now on to the Ash Tree Nymphs. According to GreekMythology.com, the Ash Tree Nymphs or Melie, were created by the blood that fell on the earth when the titan Cronus castrated his father Uranus in his effort to overthrow him. Along with the Melie came the Arianes, the furries, and the giants. The mankind of the Bronze Age originated from the Melie. From GreekGodsAndGoddesses.net, the ash tree nymphs were wed by the men of the Silver Age, a time before the first woman and it is from them that all mankind is descended. They are the mothers of the Age of Bronze, mankind's third generation. It is said that the sons were nursed from the honey of their mothers, and they would craft spears from their mothers' branches. Moving on to the centaur in Greek mythology, the centaur was a race of creatures, part horse and part man, dwelling in the mountains of Thessaly and Arcadia. According to Britannica, centaurs may be best explained as the creation of a folktale in which wild inhabitants of the mountains and savage spirits of the forests were combined in half-human, half-animal form. In early art, they were portrayed as human beings in front, with the body and hind legs of a horse attached to the back. Later, they were only men, only as far as the waist. They fought using rough branches of trees as weapons. Here's a short passage about the centaur provided by study.com. The legend of the centaurs began with a people called the Lapiths, a mythical tribe who lived in the central Greek region of 
Thessaly. The king of Lapith, Ixion, fell in love with the goddess Hera, wife of Zeus. Rather than just smitting Ixion, Zeus decided to trick him. Zeus took a cloud and shaped it to look like Hera, gave it life, and called her Nephil. Ixion mistook Nephil for Hera and consummated his love. As a result, Nephil got pregnant and gave birth to a deformed child named Centaurus. Cast out, Centaurus lived in the wilds of Thessaly and mated with the wild mares of the forest. From these unicorns and half-man, half-horse centaurs were created. That's the mythical origins of the centaurs. Historians have different stories of the stories' origins. The region of Thessaly was beyond the influence of Greek city-states such as Athens when the Greeks formed and settled urban civilizations. Thus, it had a reputation among the Greeks as a barbarous place. The inhabitants of Thessaly were migratory, coming from West Asia and relying on wild or domesticated horses to hunt. The theory is that these bareback horse-riding groups in Greece were mistaken for mythical creatures as the rider and horse seemed to move as one. For the Greeks, who saw non-urban populations as uncivilized and nearly animalistic, the connection would not have made hard to make. Next up is Cerberus. In Greek mythology, Cerberus is a multi-headed dog that guards the gates of the underworld to prevent the dead from leaving, and it was also known as the Hound of Hades. A quote from Britannica that helps describe Cerberus is, He was usually said to have three heads, though the poet Hesiod said he had fifty. Heads of snakes grew from his back, and he had a serpent's tail. He devoured anyone who tried to escape the kingdom of Hades, the lord of the underworld, and who refused entrance to living humans. Though the mythic hero Orpheus gained passage by charming him with music, one of the labors of the warrior Heracles was to bring Cerberus up to the land of the living. After succeeding, he returned to the creature of Hades. That is going to wrap up today's episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you like, comment, and maybe rate five stars. Join us next week when we'll continue with our Urban Myths and Legends International Series. Thanks for listening. I'm Chase Abden with Conspiracies with Chase, reminding you to have a good day.